Hey, this is Susan Blanton with the Create Happy Now podcast, and welcome back to the Intuitive Masters of Happiness series. This is the last episode of 20. We have been exploring what your intuition is, how to connect with yours, and all the magic that happens when you strengthen your intuition. So be sure to check out the other 19 episodes on the Create Happy Now podcast, or you can check them out on the Create Happy Now YouTube channel. Now, if you want to watch the interviews rather than just listen to the audio version, you can download all 20 interviews today to have in your own library for $27.95, which is $20 off the VIP access package that was offered in February. You can go to my website, createhappynow.com, and go to the events tab to get your download today. This will be the only available for purchase until the end of October 2023. However, these will be available in the new Create Happy Meditations app that's coming out. So for those of you who struggle with quieting your mind and want to be able to do it in an easier, more creative way and learn how to start your journey to happiness, abundance, peace, and purpose and say yes to life every day, I want to remind you that this app will be coming out in just a few more weeks and it's designed to do just that. I also have a new meditation YouTube channel. Both are called Create Happy Meditations. So if you would like to be on the waiting list for the app, go to my website, createhappynow.com and click on the meditation app tab and sign up today. Now last week, Catherine Yarbrough and I discussed how to embrace your current situation now and reduce resistance to open up the flow of opportunities and your intuition connection. My next guest is Lois Kofi, aka Misty Magdalena. Formerly known as Lois Kofi, now her ceremonial spiritual name is Misty Magdalena Grace. Magdalena for short. She is a plant medicine woman and spiritual teacher and microdosing coach focused on mental, physical, and spiritual health. She specializes in psilocybin, ayahuasca, dharima, and salahuasca. She has been a coach for 23 years, coaching over 20,000 people in both health and fitness, as well as business and sales. She has had her own awakening journey of working through addictive behaviors, depression, and anxiety, and struggles as well as many victories and successes. She has lost 12 friends to suicide and many to addiction and has a huge vision and mission to help people safely with sacred plants, noting there is no, there is a wrong way and a best way to partake. She has trained with several plant medicine women and shamans through initiations and deep dive healing for over 50 times. She is here for you to get to the root cause of your health and wellness limitations. She helps guide you with love and compassion, with body, mind, and spirit fitness as a transformational coach using guided visualization and many other tools in her vast tool belt to get you to live the life you love with super conscious creation with your higher self, living your truth. Here is the director's cut, getting you down to her juicy wisdom about what happens when you don't follow your intuition and how to get your power back. She talks about her struggle with addiction and how intuition played a part in her recovery. Wow, Lois, thank you so much for joining us today. And 
you know, we've known each other for a few years now and um, we, we've held each other's hands and getting our podcast uh, um, up and running and, and thriving. And um, so I've really enjoyed that journey with you. And I've also seen you make a lot of changes over the last couple of years. And I really applaud you for all the deep diving that you've done that now you can help other lead others through. And what I really wanted to focus on today was what, what are the, what is the critical element for strengthening our intuition now? And what are the consequences for not? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm actually going to start with the consequences. Is that okay? Oh yeah. If I share my story and how I learned the hard way um, of not listening and not trusting my intuition for really uh, probably about 14 years. So, um, you know, about 14 years ago, 15 years ago, I actually wanted to do what I'm doing now, being a transformational coach and spiritual teacher, healer, really focusing on the internal game, mind, body, spirit. Right. And I had so much trauma and I had so much fear, shame, guilt uh, about shining my light and being my true self. So when my intuition said, no, 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 let's go, let's go do this. Let's go, let's go save the world, you know, in my mind, in my own little, you know, fun way. And I was like, nope, I don't deserve that. Um, That's not a good idea. I'm going to be an imposter. (laughs) I'm just going to go this way, which led me into 15 years of being on the hamster wheel the rat race, fell into people-pleasing behaviors, had no healthy boundaries, started to become a binge drinking, workaholic, drinking three or more bottles of wine a week. Even when you met me, when I was launching my podcast, I was so terrified. I actually turned to more work and more alcohol because I was so, so afraid to to listen to my intuition and be my true self. So I, I also focused on sales coaching, which again, my intuition said, yeah, I don't think that's what you're really here to do, Lois. And so <laughs> it, it it took me reading the book, The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer, highly recommend it. Um, again, The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. And he reminded me of what I already knew. He basically, the whole book is about him going inward and meditating. And, and he was definitely doing it at, like hours a day. And at that time I was meditating, but only enough to, to look good and to sound like I was doing, you know, internal work, but I, I really wasn't my monkey mind and my ego were running my life and telling me based on trauma and trauma responses to go, 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 push, 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 sell, 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 compare myself to everyone else. Am I doing it right? Am I doing it perfect? So when I read his book, I was like, oh, damn it. He's right. All of my answers lie within. And then I had an interview on my podcast with the guy who wrote the book, The Closet Spiritualist. And he actually said the same thing. And privately, he's a channel to the divine. And he said, Lois, you're here for, for something completely different. What you're doing now is not what you're supposed to be here to do. You, you've got to go inward and, and, and realize who you really are. Yeah. And I was scared. And so he told me, into ayahuasca psilocybin i've done 40 deep dives with plant medicines and was able to be able to quiet my mind enough for hours at a time to finally rekindle that relationship with my intuition we all were born with that we all had that innocence that that i now call it higher self super conscious 
imagination where literally we had no fear. We're like, we wake up and we're like, Hey, what am I here to create today? And of course, life, divorce, business failures, um, rejections, you know, not getting the sale, all of these things start stacking up on us. And we think, Oh, I must not be okay. I must not be enough as I am. And so we go outside. And so what I reminded myself was through daily meditation. And it took me, I just want to give you context. It took me about 20 months, honestly, to get good at it, to be able to sit and, you know, have a conversation with my higher self. I call it super conscious creation, but you can call it meditation. You can call it whatever and start to reconnect mm-hmm. and start to learn how to trust myself And I I just want to remind you, it's not an overnight journey. So through different practices and different things that I've done, being able to ask myself questions and in total silence, maybe with music, there is this inner knowing that can, can come through. We just got to learn how to listen and quiet the mind and redevelop that muscle. It's like fitness, you know, go to the gym. This is your inner gym. And to to learn to even understand when it's not your intuition and it's your ego. Uh, It took me 20 months to get there. And then you get muscle memory, right? (laughs) Well, it literally, like, I know there's a big craze around Joe Dispenza and I, I, I'm not saying that he's good, bad, or otherwise it's just, he talks about, you know, the subconscious mind, which is, you know, where 95% of our feelings and our, our actions that we follow up on come from that um and you got to heal that that's the shadow work and all of the things that are important because that's what makes it really noisy Mm -hmm. really hard to quiet and go into the stillness because i was meditating for years actually at that point i was using a technique that was more scientific though and Mm. it it was really a muscle to go even deeper than the subconscious go into the heart space and ask why am i here you know, why am I drinking too much? Why this? Why that? Like kids, why, 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 why? And, and you'd be surprised. The answers come if you keep building that relationship with your intuition and higher self. You also had told me, I mean, not only did you able to um, work on your addiction, but you lost a significant amount of weight through this whole journey of yours um that just kind of was part of the package of this whole journey right yeah yeah because i had my dad died in 2018 um and i know you know what that's like Mm -hmm. and at that time I, i really started to turn to alcohol but i also stopped working out i was just working too much drowning myself in being busy and so a compound effect right and then the the pandemic hit where I think everyone joked, they, they gained the COVID 20. So (laughs) I had 30 pounds of all this excess baggage and I I've coached 10,000 people in health and fitness and weight loss. Right. So I'm, I'm the first person normally to say dieting doesn't work, but I was so desperate before I started doing the, the intuition work and the deep dives, I was even trying a diet and it it didn't work. (laughs) And so by going inward getting to the root cause, pulling out the shadow, the fear, the shame, um, a lot of the resentments that I had towards myself as a bad mom, you know, all these labels, we can be so self-critical when we're not tapping into the intuition with love and compassion and grace. Before Mm -hmm. you know it, 
my cravings for alcohol started to subside. It, it, it took quite a while. And then I started closing the computer down at 630 at night and going for a walk with my family. And then I decided, oh, I have this spaciousness now. I'm not working seven days a week and waking up with a hangover. I could do yoga, you know? So it was like my intuition was giving me these little glimmers of my true self and saying, here you go, here you go. So threw the diet away and was able to just mindfully, slowly, it, it was about 12 months and, and the 30 pounds came off again without dieting, without shakes. Not trying hard. It was just kind of the, the uplifting Organic. feeling that you've got the lighter side of you was emerging. Yes, what I like to call true choice your intuition your inner child when it's coming from that deep imaginative faith-filled loving space it's going to tell you hey let's go out and play mm -hmm. let's go out and make new friends let's go out and, and do this it's coming from that deep creative center as opposed to i have to do this because this is what's supposed to make me successful this is what someone else is doing so and so for their podcast right so therefore maybe I have to do that. That's the one thing I will say really quickly too about the coaching industry. A lot of people are now even afraid to hire coaches because a lot of people that I experienced, they they turn coaching an interest in an industry where you lose your sovereignty as a client and the coach just tells you what to do. Whereas that's not a real coach. No. A real coach is meant to be a guide, a co-facilitator of helping you find what is your creative flair and what is it that you want to do and then they hold you accountable to it so there's a lot of people who talk bad about the coaching industry and and I fell into that trap myself and then so I look to the coach for all the answers right mm -hmm. and and that's another way I squashed my intuition and and got kind of lost along the way right and 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 we were talking um a while back about the how you know, if, if you're not following your intuition, you're giving your power away. And you're giving your power to your friend. You're giving your power to your work. You're giving your power to your, your family um, because you're seeking validation and your worth outside of yourself. Yeah. And that's where a lot of codependency have, you know, I've seen it in my marriage. I've seen it with, with clients, you know, that's where the people pleasing came in. I thought I had to be all things for all people, including my clients. Yeah. And we just become so like reliant upon other people and not thinking for ourselves and not really, really tuning in with what brings me joy. And I guarantee you that's the leading cause of divorce right there is you, you lose yourself mm -hmm. in the marriage. And even as moms, right, we, we lose ourselves in this other hat that we wear and we forget about that intuition and, and going for what it is that, that brings us joy as well as balancing these, these other amazing um, parts of our life. Exactly. And, and I feel like we, we just end up being in a role. We just want to play the role of mom, wife, you know, employee, and we're not playing the role of me. 
And then when that role is stripped of us, either we're let go or divorced or our kids, you know, go to college and we're empty nesters, then you don't know what to do with yourself. <laughs> yes. Or you're trying to replace it with something else. You're trying to immediately find another spouse or another boyfriend, girlfriend, um, or your kids leave. And so then, you know, you're, you're can't wait till they get a grandchild, you know? And so then, or, or you're just trying to find something to fill that void, um, or, you know, you're, you're immediately trying to find another job that's going to make you happy because the last one didn't make you happy. And you just keep going from job to job till you find something that makes you happy, but that's not, what's going to make you happy. It's not the external things. It's the internal things. Yeah. And, and, and understanding that and coming at it from a place of love and compassion. I just watched the movie, um, Elvis recently too. And unfortunately, you know, Lisa Marie died and I, I share this cause I've lost a lot of friends to addiction. Um, a lot of friends to suicide. And then I've had my own journey with addictive behaviors and saw myself basically on the same path, uh, as them honestly, because I never really listened to that intuitive little child that said, I'm, I'm hurting, you know, so history then repeats itself. It, disease repeats itself because it's not the disease that runs in the family. It's the trauma. When you compare Elvis's life and death to Lisa Marie's, it's like, they're trying to tell us something. They're like, you got to heal those wounds. You got to go inward and, and work with the, the mother wound, the father wound, the divorce wound, the, the, I even call it the religion wound. Hey, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm transparent. That was one of them that I worked on with my intuition because I had grown up in, in, a, in a pretty strong religious um, dogma that had a lot of rules and a lot of expectations. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we can't be free to be ourselves. And so when you have all of these stacked up on each other, there's no way you can tap into your intuition mm -hmm. because you're, 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 you're in so much pain and so much grief and so much trauma that literally that is what I believe kills people. It's not the overdose. It's not the addiction. It's not the heart attack. It's the unresolved grief and pain and not well, listen to the intuition, right? Because we haven't been taught that growing up in school, it was math, uh, reading and, and writing and, and in church again, I'm not dissing on any of these institutions, hear me out on this. I want to be here to help change. If, if we taught our kids in school, how to work on their intuition or even in, in church and in, in any philosophy, if they really started there with us, I mean, I don't want to get political, but then the, the world would be very, very different because you can't control people who are listening to their intuition all the time. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they, when you're listening to your own intuition, you're, you're marching to the beat of your own drum instead of following a certain expectation by teachers like expectation from your parents expectation from society expectation from social media expectation from uh the government um and when you're having to when you're trying to follow all of them you're 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 not going to make it yeah oh, um, no, then you're you're like uh it goes back to that big one that that people pleasing mm-hmm 
you don't listen to your intuition and you go and say yes to that client that ends up being a total bad client, or you say yes to that business partner. I did that a lot during the the pandemic as well. I partnered with people that weren't really in alignment with my values and my intuition was saying something, but I didn't, I didn't listen. I guess I needed to go through and learn the hard way. My hope is with just having this conversation and on your beautiful summit that people will recognize that this is, this is uh, maybe even more important than going to the, the gym and, and, you know, being a healthy weight, because if you don't go inward for the answers more often and learn how to do that, you're going to stay on that that people pleasing behavior wheel and whatever addictive behaviors, because we all have them. We all turn to them. Um, some are more socially acceptable than others, uh, but it, it, it really is why I believe we go turn to addictions is because we're, we're not listening to our intuition. Exactly. And I think too, um, people don't understand. Um, and I, I wanted to touch this, uh, touch on this with you as well because it kind of goes hand in hand is, um, letting go of attachments, attachment to that guilt, which forgiveness can help you lose the attachment to that guilt, forgive yourself, forgive somebody else. And it, it doesn't mean you're giving in to that behavior, right? It's just, you just let it go. It's in the past forgive yourself. You're human. They were human. And you have to just let that go. Otherwise, like you said, it gets in the way of your intuition. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you're holding yourself hostage to the ego and to the subconscious wound that's saying, you know, you were bad for that. You know, that was a, a bad thing. Um, that's why for me, I also want to just speak to that. I read the book, Radical Forgiveness by Colin. Mm. Have you read that one? No, I haven't. So good. Um, and I, I don't want to give away all the information, but but to your point, being able to come at your your triggers, your wounds, your decisions that maybe didn't go the way you had hoped um, helps you be able to learn from them. And if you are able to read that book and better understand the concepts is like life is a game. And yeah. Shakespeare says the world is a stage where all merely players. It's those mistakes that help us bring us back to our truth and our intuition. Only if we're conscious enough, though, to ask the right questions and be curiously compassionate towards the what we find, because that's the shadow work. That's what I didn't want to look at. That's why I kept drinking alcohol and working, is I didn't want to look at the shame, the guilt, the resentment the people I'd hurt along the way and the self-judgment. So it, I will tell you guys, I just want to hold space for that understanding that going into the ish intuition and quieting my mind and going into my heart, you've got to go through hell, so to speak, to get to heaven. And you really can't, you can't do it alone. Um, you can't do it alone. So just be aware that you got to have darkness with light. That's the polarity. And mm -hmm. a lot of society only promotes the light, put on a happy face, so on and so forth. And I was, I was believing that lie, but when I recognized, oh my gosh, I can, I can talk openly about my drinking issues. I can, I can, I can relate with other people who had workaholism and social media addictions and things. And it was okay. I didn't, 
I didn't um, turn into a failure or an imposter. It was actually more real conversations. And I think that's what people are looking for. Not the fake, never let them see you sweat anymore. Yeah. So if you go in and do the work and, and trust your intuition to also love yourself, forgive yourself and heal through that shadow work, um, that's where my weight loss came. Honestly, um, you'll, you'll be able to be a light for other people. And, and that's what I think the world needs now more than anything is, is relatability, not this guru up in the sky that has all the answers. I think most of the people that you and I knew that were like that, their podcasts, I stopped following them. Um, there's just a lot of that masculine energy and intuition is, is more, more feminine. And so right. bringing back that balance of that is, is also a part of the journey. Forgiveness is also feminine too, by the way. So. And I think what you spoke about compassion, I think that's another thing that is a huge new focus that I think a lot of people may see it kind of in a community based thing, but no, they're not thinking about it individually, um, where you can share compassion every day in every conversation that you have, and then your conversations with yourself, you know, be compassionate to yourself, keep, be compassionate to the clerk that you're what, you know, at the grocery, be compassionate to the person you're going through the drive-through with, be compassionate when you make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Because you never know what that person is going through. And, um, again, bringing back to awareness of intuition is, I think a lot of people are, are being reminded that it's important to, to trust that. And, and it brings back up that compassion. So you can have first, you have to have compassion for yourself. I learned that before you can really have compassion for others. And it's through breaking through that shadow work into your heart space. I had a brick wall around my heart, by the way, so mm. much grief, so much anger, trauma, shame, resentment. Um, I, I do believe uh, congestive heart failure runs in my family. It's what essentially you know, took my dad, my grandmother out. And I believe that since I've been able to do this work, I'm breaking generational curses of dis-ease. And so just know that you're not doing this just for yourself. You're doing it for the collective. You're, you're healing yourself, putting your oxygen mask on first, but then it reverberates out because we're quantum, you know, we're all connected. We all are one. Mm -hmm. So just remember that it's a brave and courageous journey that that will uh, not only impact you, but it'll impact the world. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think that a lot of people feel isolated, feel alone, feel like maybe they're different and they don't want to share that. Um, or they're having feelings that nobody else is having. And so they fear sharing it with anybody for fear that they will be judged, yeah. you know? So in those cases, I mean, just know that there are so many people out there that are sharing exactly how you feel, may not be sharing it, but let your intuition know who you feel like you are connected to, that you feel like you can share so that you can get to the bottom of, I guess, your, your, your shadow work, you know, and, and work through it and break through it. Um, because there's, there's so much more to experience and expand on once you've really made that 
connection and and broken through those barriers. Yeah, and I, I see the the word you know intuitive masters of happiness, and it just reminded me of something that I really want to encourage people to to let this soak in. I wasn't happy. Like when you met me, I was so numb and that brick wall was around my heart. I was smiling, (laughs) but I was like dead inside. And what I discovered when I started studying the super conscious creation and and was reminded that you can't feel true happiness and joy without feeling the negative first. Yes. You know, it's just like a battery has the positive charge and the negative charge. So by allowing myself to feel all of that shadow and shame and judgment and recognizing it with as much love and compassion as I could I was able to all of a sudden like literally I remember one day I'm not even kidding like one day I was like oh my god that's I think that's happiness I think that's I think that's authentic and I felt it in my heart and it was like oh my gosh how impactful I'll never forget that, that moment. And again, it goes back to, if I hadn't been willing to sit with the shadow and go into the intuition and ask those questions of why am I doing this? What is this all about? What is it trying to, the shadow work and the the pain and the suffering, what is it trying to teach me? And then quiet the mind, get out of the way and the answers will come. Like, I don't have any magic trick. Uh, I do guided visualizations and meditations inside of my subscription, but anybody can, can even just go out in nature and sit and, and, and ask yourself these questions. And the more you do it, the building of that muscle, the answers will come and you'll come back to your truth and your, your higher self wisdom before you know it, it's just gotta be consistent. I think some of the reasons why maybe you can um, talk about this is Maybe some of the reasons why people don't want to face that, you know, like you were talking, you don't, you were pushing it down with your addiction and, and, you know, self-sabotage and, and all that to keep that darkness down here, because I think, and, and I have experienced this with myself and in different things where I was afraid to face some of the things that. I was not happy about because I didn't want to have it start to get out of control where I would just lose it and not be able to function. (laughs) And you make a good point. Um, Thank you for mentioning that. That's why I'm building the community that I'm building right now. Um, And part will be my free giveaway for your community, your audience, because yeah, you, you can't do shadow work alone. Um, I, told you guys this once I'll repeat it it took me 20 months to really really go inward heal the shadow work you know I I did have some some times that were really scary and I, I created more spaciousness in my life I went into some really good debt in order to heal and take time off and here's the deal if I hadn't done that I don't know if I'd be alive today yeah and I tried to do it on my own for like the first six months. That's why I also believe it took me 20 months and then I realized I couldn't. So then I hired one-on-one coaches and I studied a lot and I journaled a lot. And had I not had that support, I don't know where I'd be. And then on the flip side of that, had I, had I um, hired someone even sooner, I don't think it would have taken me 
funny moments, but everyone has uh, their own journey with this, but yeah. to your point, it, it really can't be done alone. Find a community, um, find a one-on-one coach. Um, I, I will say this and, you know, I, I, I did try psychotherapy. I did try grief counseling. Um, a lot of those, I would say, you know, older, um, school methodologies, um, didn't really work for me, um, in a lot of cases. So you also want to find someone who is really, really good at quieting the mind and helping you go inward and, and then having, holding space for you to feel and heal and allow that stuff to be released. So then it frees up more spaciousness for your intuition to be stronger. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I definitely think that you really opened up a lot of, um, ideas and, um, I, I think it also helps people to go not alone. Yes. It might be a little bit scary, but if I choose to do this, if you're choosing and you seeking, you will find it. Yeah. That old yeah. adage. And I've, I've even said that to my intuition. Like if I want a teacher, if I want something, I go to my intuition and I say, Hey, let's go searching and ask for it. And you can, you can do prayers, meditation, still connect with the divine. I do that so much more now with my intuition. Cause we're here as co-creators mm-hmm. with the divine. I truly believe that. Um, so you're absolutely not alone and, and ask for those teachers. They will show up when, when the, when the students ready, the teacher will appear. That's that's right. Well, Lois, can you share with the uh, viewers today um, what you've got going? How can they get in touch with you? Absolutely. And I'll make sure I give to you um, the link. Uh, I'm super yeah. excited. You caught me at a beautiful time because I, I studied and reflected on the last 20 months and took um, out all of the things, all of the best and left the rest and simplified my healthy and wealthy and wise subscription. So we have weekly meditations. We have weekly shadow work classes. Uh, I also am bringing in Kundalini yoga, breath work, all of the things that can guide you and hold you in a loving container. You'll get a free 30 days access to that. It also has a heal your relationship with money challenge in there and a health and vitality challenge about all of that is again, going inward intuition, getting to the root cause, which is that, that shadow work and the subconscious healing and, and being able to be held in that space and uh, in a community. So that's my gift for you today. Otherwise, people can tune into my podcast for free, Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Lots of, lots of free value there. Also, my podcast is live streamed there. And um, I do have a Facebook group, Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast community, Facebook, all of the places, Instagram, LinkedIn. Just look for Lois, Kofi, uh, and you'll find me. Yeah. And whatever you feel comfortable with, you know, has worked for you. She, she's got all different places. So it all leads to Lois. (laughs) So, well, thank you so much for sharing today. And, um, I'm just so happy that you were able to, to share your wisdom and your experiences and your journey. I'm sure there was a lot of people out there that can, you know, connect to your, um, your story. And, uh, so again, thank you. I'm so humbled that you joined us today. Thank you, my dear. And if I can say one more thing, is that okay? Um, oh, yes, absolutely. One more thing that I forgot, and 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 I know this isn't for everyone, uh, but one of the things that I also work with is um, microdosing with psilocybin, because I will say for those of you who really, really struggle with quieting the mind, 
like I did because of so much grief, so much trauma, so many addictive behaviors. I just couldn't turn the ego and the mind chatter off. Um, psilocybin has helped with depression, anxiety, insomnia, um, people pleasing behaviors, any of those addictive behaviors that we fall prey to just by, you know, again, not, not trusting our intuition and not going in word and doing a deep dive, uh, enough to, in a safe space. So that's something else that I'm launching for 2023. Absolutely. And I knew, I do know that there are some clinics out there that are offering that type of, uh, service, um, I know because I was a recruiter in the health uh, care industry and we had some clients that were doing that. So, yes. So, so it, it's becoming more and more um, mainstream. So I, I definitely uh, hope that that'll be more and more, you know, available. So thank you, Lois. Thank you, my dear. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Create Happy Now podcast. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit that notification bell. If you have a topic to suggest, please leave a comment below. Catch the Create Happy Now podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, and Podchaser. Check out other YouTube videos on the Create Happy Now YouTube channel. And if you want more, check down below for resources, courses, and events, or go to www.createhappynow.com.